Hello there, everybody, and welcome back to the Circling Style Sports Podcast. This is the 152nd episode of the show itself and the 46th installment in the Seattle interview series. Today, I'm joined by, you prefer Jess, or you want me to go Jessica? Um, Jess is perfect. Well, Jess uh, Cowart, am I saying that right? Yes. Good to go. All right, Jess Cowart here with me, UW women's soccer alumni, now currently playing pro ball over in Turkey. Um, you know, 2018 Pac-12 All-Academic Honorable Mention, 2019 Husky Invitational Defensive MVP, and then in the spring season um, of 2021, another Pac-12 Academic, well, Pac-12 Academic Honorable. I mean, just to go back to the Turkey part, I mean, you talked about it a little bit before we jumped on here. How is, I mean, before we get into the actual soccer aspect of it, how has Turkey been, you know, just as a place that you're living currently? Oh man, Turkey has been so kind to me. Um, I'm currently living in Rize and it's kind of like a mountainous like town on the like east coast of Turkey. Um, and we're, we live right on the Black Sea and everyone here has been so welcoming and they have such a big um, soccer community here and everyone loves that we finally have a women's team for this club. So they've just been so kind and so welcoming and you know have done their very best to make it feel like home and Turkey is so beautiful um I mean I've never seen really anything like it it's just so different and uh I'm glad to be here I'm really happy I'm here so well I'm certainly interested to deep dive a little bit more into that when we get to it but to to kick off with the earlier years what was your first real introduction to the game of soccer? How did that come into play for you? Was it, you know, being encouraged to play the sport by a family member, you know, uh, looking up to somebody that played the game? Uh, was it something to just get you out of the house? How did that come into play? Well, m- my parents were kind of having me do a bunch of different sports when I was young. Um, they had me try ballet and my feet were a little too heavy for ballet. So they said no to that. And then they switched to soccer because I was just always a really energetic kid. Um, And they're like, all right, it's an outside sport. She gets to run around a lot. Um, So they kind of enrolled me in the AYSO program back in my hometown. And from there, it just kind of, I just loved it from day one. Um, A ball was involved. All my friends are there. And so I just picked it up really quick and you know, that's where my love started. It is always interesting because doing a couple of these UW soccer uh, interviews the last week, just hearing that, yeah, we just needed a, had a lot of energy, had to get me out of the house is kind of where people began that journey. Um, so we moved from that step to club soccer. How would you say that your time playing club soccer shaped you to be the player that you eventually would become? You know, I, I talked to a few people now who have said, you know, not only club soccer, but, you know, club sports is kind of like a jumping point if you eventually want to reach college and then eventual pro level. Obviously, it's not for everybody, but how did your time in club soccer um, with, I believe it was a Palo Alto club, um, really jettison you to who you are as a player? Yeah, um the Palo Alto club was actually my last club but I started in a really a smaller club um in San Mateo and they were they weren't too brand new but they were kind of like the newest club and um it's funny like the coach there the director saw me at like an AYSO game and they're like look she has a lot of potential just put her in the club 
see how she likes it. My parents are like, I don't know, like an organized thing like that, like a competitive thing, will she really do it? And thank God they said, let's just try it because I, don't know, I would not be here today, obviously. Um, but I would say like my club years at every club I've been at have been the best years of my life. Like that's where I learned, that's where I learned how to play soccer. And that's where the mindset came in. That's where I met you know, all my closest friends, but I would say like all my club coaches have taught me both life and soccer lessons um, that really, they fostered, all of them fostered an environment that was like, look, this is so competitive that it will make you want to play after club. This will like, it'll make you love soccer so much that you can't even think about stopping after club. Um, so that's how I grew up. And that's like the environment I was in from eight years old to freshman year of college. Um, that's just the type of environments I was in. So I'll always thank my club coaches and the clubs that I was a part of before college. It is interesting, you know, to, with you now, you know, adding to that to see, you know, the club level success and then eventually taking that to the pro level. It is interesting to see that sort of pipeline there um, as just like I, I wouldn't say I guess it's completely uh, and everybody that goes pro, but it's like a pretty consistent stepping stone. You know, it's just interesting to see how that uh, is involved in some people's journeys. Um and then so with with the club level and you talk about, you know, uh, competition being competitive, uh, you had some rankings when you were at the high school sort of level, uh, top drawer IMG Academy, top 150 player ranked 14th in Northern California and Hawaii by top drawer soccer. Do you, you know, as someone at that age, I mean, did you ever think about the rankings that you were getting? Did you see any of that or was, did you ever just kind of push that out? Didn't really care about it not any of your concern it's I it didn't even really know about those rankings until I had to make a bio for the UW page by freshman <laughs> year um wow so in club like when those things were happening for me it wasn't it's never really been about the rankings for me in yeah. any stage of my soccer career um even college it's always just been about play good soccer help the team out be the best player and team that you can um, and so at that age, you know, 16, 17 for me, I wasn't like, you know, scrolling through top drawer soccer, trying to see my name on the, on the list or anything. And my parents really never even brought it up either. I don't, I don't know if they knew, I don't even think they knew. Um, but if I had known, I'd like to think, and I do think I would have used it more for fuel to keep myself there and push myself further. Um, but I would say it's, rankings have never been like unless it like mattered mattered like to get into the tournament or to you know something like that rankings haven't been my top priority it's always just been about being the best trying my hardest and giving everything I have for the people around me and so you know moving into that you know just kind of working and you talk about not having to do that until making a bio um how was your recruiting process you know, how did you end up at Washington? Did you almost end up at another school? How did that fall into place for you to end up as a Husky? Yeah. Um, well, to kind of take you through my decision making, I knew I wanted to stay relatively like on the West Coast, um, like close to my parents, but not like too close. I remember that was like 
a thing for me. I don't know why. Um, but I also knew I wanted to play in the Pac-12 because I was like, this is one of, if not the most competitive conference for soccer. Um, if you think about the colleges that are in that conference, I mean, like hands down, just amazing soccer being played. Um, so I knew Pac-12 I wanted to play in. Um, I had a couple of other schools that I had taken unofficials on, like on the East Coast um, that I was interested in. But uh, my club coach at the time had two other players that he had helped get into or like get introduced to um, UW. And so he was like, look, just like take an unofficial, go see the campus, go meet the coach. Like, I'm sure you'll like, I'm sure you'll love it. Um, and so I went up there with my dad and I, we were flying over Washington and I look out the window and it's like green and coming from Northern California, when you fly out of San Francisco, it's like kind of brown <laughs> kind of buildings. And um, seeing that I was like, wow, like, there's trees here and there's like life here and I just fell in love like everyone does when they take a visit to Washington and they look at Drumheller and it's like a perfect clear day like sun's out people are walking around cherry blossoms all over the place and I was like this is amazing um but like that beautiful campus location I love the coach I love the players and I had known some already um and I don't know, it was just, and the soccer, the Pac-12, everything was like, like lined up perfectly. It was like the stars were aligning. And I was like, where was Washington this whole time? Like on my list, I would have got here first um, for my unofficial. But, and like, it was like the craziest, my, my unofficial was the craziest experience because all the girls, like when we had come together, I had played soccer with every, everyone except Maria um in my in my class so I had known everybody like Kayleen, Olo, Amira, uh, Caitlin I didn't know Sienna but or Maria but like I had played soccer with them so I was like this could not be any more perfect like I know everyone I'm coming in with I love the campus I love the coach I love the soccer so everything just kind of lined up and I was like this is where I want to be. That is really funny to hear how that all kind of lined up and you know what you touched on there with your class that's never really heard something like that that is really cool to you know hear how that kind of fell into place uh, right. you you talked about the Pac-12 and the schools in that conference in terms of the soccer uh, you know with that being said and coming into Washington as well as you know you talk about your class what was your approach to your freshman year uh, were you just kind of looking to make a mark were you looking to take things up you know from maybe some of the older girls and just kind of take that year in uh, you know, you scored in your first career game there, I think it was against Michigan State, uh, and made eight appearances on the year. How did you step into that first year, you know, as a player? Um, so I knew coming in, the competitiveness of the conference was top-notch. I grew up watching Stanford, uh, like literally sitting behind the goal outside of the fence before they put the big NCAA fence up, like with my dad, I I watched almost every home game um and so coming in I knew it was just going to be hardcore and obviously as a freshman you know you want to go in there and make your mark kind of like put your stamp on it but I will admit I did not come in as fit as I had wished um so 
knowing that I was like, look, I'm going to, the minutes I get, I'm going to work as hard as I can. I'm going to learn everything I can from the older girls. I had a great senior group to learn from. And there were so many of them that I could just pick all of their brains and, you know, they were great players too. So it was fun to watch. Um, and then when I did get on the field, they were all so helpful. Um, and they also just wanted me to play the best that I could. And they were always there to support me. So that's kind of my mind. That was my mindset going into freshman year, but um I kind of just told myself, look, with the minutes you get, play your hardest, like make an impact on the game, um, whether it's, you know, defend as hard as you can for 10 minutes at the end of the first half or, you know, score a goal, uh, do what you can to make your mark. So you talk about the defending part, and that's a good segue again. Um, and I could be wrong on the exact years here. It could be a year back. Um uh, from what this time period I've got here, but you were part of 14 shutouts over the course of 37 games from, I believe it was a 19 to 20 uh, seasons. How important was that defensive aspect of your game to who you are as a player? I mean, you talk about, you know, getting on the field and making your mark. Did you see that as a place potentially to say, Hey, I'm going to stick my foot in the ground and I'm going to make a name for myself on this team. Or was it just something that, you know, you worked on just being a defensive player, helping out on the defensive side of the field. Well, I think um, that's a good question because in club, I was always, I played mainly the eight and 10. So I played attacking mid. So I was always like in the attack by the goal scoring. And then um, kind of towards the end of my club career, I was a six. So I was like defending a lot, doing all the hard work. And I came to just love defending. Like I don't, and for me, the adrenaline came from like making a huge tackle, turning it into an attack. And then we're like up by their goal all of a sudden. Like that's where like all my hype came from. I was just like, yes, we did that. Like, look at this Pac-12 network. Like you got that big play. Um, So it, you know, defending is such a mindset and it's not for everybody most people probably don't like defending and that's very understandable um but for me like in terms of competitiveness like that's where you show like how competitive you are like you either make or break the tackle and if you don't then you go back and you get it and so I think like for me defending became really fun and so that's why I when I think about like making my mark like that's where it comes from is like like being solid for your team like not letting anything get by you and like contributing that way um especially like last season when I played center back it was like such a big part of like my on-field identity like defending hard that it just became it became fun for me so yeah it's as someone who played defender for the good amount of time that I played the game of soccer what you talked about with making the big it's exactly how I was. I was like, that is the most fun that I could have. Obviously scoring is great, but that was not my forte. So being on that back <laughs> line, doing what I could to help that, that would perfectly describe it. Um, so keeping with the defensive uh, sort of theme of things, you know, I touched on it first when I introduced you Did winning the 2019 Husky Invitational Defensive MVP have any sort of meaning or was it sort of a recognition of the work that you were putting in? You talk about, you know, the competitiveness, you know, if if you lose a ball coming back and getting it, did that award, I mean, obviously I'm sure it meant something, but how did you look at that award, you know, when you won it? Um, I think I 
I remember being shocked. <laughs> I was like, wow, really? Um, especially because midfielders don't really get that award, uh, like ever. Uh, but for me, it was kind of like, hey, look, like you're doing the right thing. Like if it, even if it feels like you're doing something wrong or you're working harder than you feel like you should be or whatever it may be, like you're clearly doing something right. So you just got to keep doing it. Um, and it meant a lot because I was like, wow, like I'm contributing. Like I really am, um, especially at the sixth position. It's like hard to tell, like you're in the middle. So it's like, okay, like, am I doing well on either side of the ball? Like, I don't know. So getting that award and like having all my team there for it was like, it was awesome. Um, but definitely like, it really helped me like understand like, Hey, if you're not like, even if no one's telling you you're doing right or wrong, you're doing something right. So just work hard, keep working hard. So, you know, we talk about, you know, the defensive aspect of things and it, you know, it seems like a pretty solid run there. But with the injury in the spring of the 2021 season, that sort of weird, odd COVID season and all that with how that took place, you know, how did you approach that season as someone who couldn't necessarily impact with your on the field play? I mean, is it helping out with film study? Is it just kind of helping as if you were a team assistant? How did that look for you? Because I'm sure it must have been a a wee bit difficult, you know, because you want to be out there. You want to be on the field. You want to be actually playing the game and can't really do that outside of I'm sure maybe like rehabbing or trying to get back into it so how did you approach that you know sort of odd spring season right um yeah it was super difficult obviously like no one wants to sit out of a game um and it was even harder knowing that like I couldn't do it obviously like you said I couldn't do anything about it like I couldn't like run harder train harder like (laughs) do anything like that um so that made it like worse but I had like the best support system at Washington I mean like I couldn't ask for better people to have around me um the coaching staff like I don't know what I would have done without them because I had just like me and a cohort of other girls just have been named captain like the captain group and so I was like okay like let's go like this is like the year let's do it and I was like all right like I'm gonna be on the sideline kind of sitting out watching this thing play out um but the coaching staff and like the other captains really gave like me a new role to have. And it was just like, be the support, like for anything and anybody, like if people who aren't playing a lot of minutes are having a hard time, be there for them and give them like insight as to why like things are going, aren't going, might not be going the way. If people are on the field and they're having a crappy game and they don't know why give them support and, give them something to fix, one thing to fix, give them hope for the second half. So it was, it was difficult at first. Cause I was like, Oh, like, I just want to be out there to help them. Um, like physically, <laughs> but as the season went on, it was like exciting to be like, okay, when like summer comes off, I'm going to tell her like, Hey, you can turn, <laughs> like you can turn and play the other side or like, um, and it became like a relationship where like, I'd have to go up to her or anybody on the field to say something, they would come to me sometimes and be like, what are you seeing out there? Like, how can I, you know, in the second half, how can we do this, this, and this? And it would be like a collaboration. Like when Shay unfortunately got injured at the Utah game, it'd be us two on the sidelines. And then like, we'd be with the coaches like, Hey, like, what about this? Like, what do you think about this? Um, So it became 
a role of like a support role and a support system and also just like I felt like a hype woman too like I was just like yeah like go 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 and it was like it was a new role but it really it gave new meaning to like a captaining role because like when you're the captain it's like a lot of people feel like that role is just like like dictatorship like ah you do this 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 I'm like the top person blah 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 but um the coaching staff like Nicole and Tina and they really gave like new meaning to it like hey you have to be like the bridge between us and the team and you also like you have to be there for them like there's no hierarchy here like we're all we're a team like we're all in the same playing field we're like all sisters we're family and so like anything you can contribute is is good contribution like and it's going to be beneficial to the team and so you know I had to take it in stride and it became like one of my favorite roles to play um and and I wouldn't, I wouldn't take that season back for anything. Even, even though I couldn't play, I, I learned a lot, a lot, a lot being, you know, having that role. So I'm really grateful for it. It is always cool to hear that, you know, players stay involved with their team if they're injured, you know, cause I'm sure some people it's like, Hey, I'm going to go, I'm injured. I can't do anything about it. I'm just going to take it off, you know? So right. it is really cool to hear that. And to have, you know, a player set of eyes on the sideline, you know, if you're a player, hey, like you were talking about, what are you seeing? What am I not doing right? That sounds like it would definitely be really helpful and uh, definitely adds a level to the coaching staff as well, like you were talking about. Um, and you've already touched on some of these girls, but, and played with a, uh, a couple of them, but I mean, as someone who's, I mean, I talked about it before we started, but it's been really cool to have like Olivia Sakani on, Amira, uh, Olo. Um, I mean, what can you say about some of those players? You know, just being able to have them on has been great. But I mean, as someone who knows them on a more personal level, I mean, what do you say about them? You know, two of them now playing pro, Olivia back this year um, with this year's group. What do you sort of think about those players and how do you uh, reminisce on them? I could not, I couldn't say enough about them. I mean, they're my sisters, they're my family. Like I've known Amira and Olo for like literally as long as I can remember. Like those are the girls that I had known way before UW. Like we had played soccer before UW and they're from Washington. Like it's crazy. Um, So like, it was weird. Like this year, like not like coming to practice and being like, oh, hey guys. Um, So like, and I miss them. I miss I mean, I miss all of them so much. Um, but I mean, Liv, like Liv Sakani going back, man, like UW could not be luckier to have her coming back for this next season. I mean, what a star she is. And I and her energy, I just unmatched. I love her so much. I'm so glad she came to UW. She just adds another, another dimension of like intensity and competitiveness, but also like knowing the right time to be like, okay, guys, like lighten up, like it's gonna be okay. Um so I love her and they're, they're so lucky to have her back. I mean, she's amazing. A uh, great, 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 great goalkeeper. I mean, it was so hard to score on her at practice. I get like angry some, at her sometimes. I'd be like, Liv, just let that in so we can like end this game. Like you're, you're taking it too far. Um, but man, she's amazing. Um, Amira is like my freaking sister. Like we called ourselves the twins. Like when we were there, she's, I mean, she's like, we go way 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 back I I this girl I could not say enough about I love her so much um and it was amazing being able to play with her for another four years um she's a great player just works hard and good soccer IQ and 
she's a she's a silent leader she leads you know she leads on the field with her voice and off the field but I mean she works really hard and you know it's all you can really ask for and she's a great friend and a great person to be around and I love her so much um it's like so crazy like talking about these people because like I like expect to walk out the door and like see them but like that just doesn't happen um so it's like nice to reminisce though because like it, those were such good years with them like Olo like I mean she's so cool like what a cool person she doesn't even know it like she like doesn't even know that she's super cool um but man that's like a, that's a good player too like she's unreal and like she just doesn't get tired and it's like it bothers me sometimes because I'm like okay like you have to be a little tired Olo like come on <laughs> like admit it um but you know this year her being drafted man like it was so exciting I was like waiting for her I was like come on like Olo, Olo. and for her to stay in Seattle like that's amazing she's so well deserved and she she's so good too like she's so humble and like nice and it's like oh love come on like <laughs> like you could say you did good that game like you did really well um but I mean this stats are off the chart for her too I mean played the most games in UW history like are you kidding me um she's amazing and like the girls, I'm so excited for this fall too, to watch them and be able to like see the group again and like see the class under me play for like the last season. And it's going to be so exciting just like being back at Husky Stadium in the stands and like cheering on my cheering on my friends. So I'm really excited for this fall too. Yeah, I mean, you you talk about those three, but with Olo, uh, I remember watching the draft and I, I had had the indication that summer was going to be in it. So I was like, okay, let's see where summer goes. And I remember, I think it was that last game of regular season against uh, Washington state. I mean, I don't know how much you have seen Laura Harvey on sidelines, but seeing the, the like typical jacket and the stance that she has, I'm like, that's Laura Harvey. Why is she here? And so I was kind of curious about that. And I remember, uh, cause the rain gave me my start in writing. So I was at that, uh, press oh, wow. conference they had, uh, when they announced they were going back to, well, not back to, but they were going to Lumen. And I asked her after, I was like, so I saw you at that UW game. Are you looking at someone in particular? And she said, I am, but I can't tell you. I was like, I know, I know. And so I had the indication <laughs> that it would be summer. I had no idea that Olo was even entering the draft and talking to her. It was funny to hear about how that all fell into place. Um, but yes, ending up at with the rain was, I mean, as a, as a Husky and someone who covers the rain, obviously biased. So I really enjoyed that. And to see her sign that contract was really cool. So, I mean, especially in the midfield, I'm sure, you know, as a midfielder to have who she's got on that team to learn from is incredible, you know, so that's a really cool situation. Um, and the other two, I mean, Amira was great to speak with, you know, it sucks because, uh, I mean, would like to be able to reach out, you know, but, you know, being in Iceland, it's kind of tough doing that, but we had a great talk and live too, especially we did um, our first in-studio interview here in Seattle that we've done trying to get those back in uh, again, but obviously with everything that's happening, kind of tough. And she's been, she's been like a friend too. And Olo, like you were talking about incredibly, it's like, it's almost like you knew her for a while and I don't, you know, I'm just sitting here doing this. So I, those three, I cannot say more about, and I don't even know them as well as you do, you know, um, but you talked about summer and I'm intrigued, um, as someone who knew her, right. What were your thoughts on her returning 
to this team this year as opposed to potentially entering the draft because I know that that was something that she I think she could have done but she opted to not do I mean do you have thoughts on that and obviously you'd up getting a player of her caliber back this season um, you know with this group of you know some returning faces but also some newer ones yeah um, I mean I I love Summer she's like a little sister to me I call her Nugget because <laughs> she's just a little small little small girl from the countryside but um (laughs) I uh I think I love the decision I love her going back I mean she is such a vital part of the team um no matter who's on the field um she just brings that she gives us confidence right she's on the ball and we're just like okay something's gonna happen summer has the ball um so I, I love that she's going back for another season for last season um obviously I I'm sure she would have been drafted really high had she entered this past draft um but you know it just gives her it gives her more time to refine her game to you know learn a little bit more and you know get some really good competitive games in against girls she'll be playing with and against um in the NWSL so I I think it's a great decision and obviously UW's very very lucky to have her back um I think she'll do some amazing stuff this next fall I can't wait to watch her um, but yeah, I think it could have gone, I, I think it could have gone either way. I also thought she was entering. Um, but after talking to her, I was like, okay, like, yeah, let's do it. Go, go back one more year and, you know, strut your stuff and, you know, end with the bang. Um, so I'm really happy she's going back and I really can't wait to, to see her before she gets a little too famous for me. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I guess you'll always have her nickname that you have for her. Um, yes. <laughs> but, you know, you talk about that as well as, you know, you playing pro about the other two that we've talked about playing pro and Amira and Olo and just on the the men's side of it too, with the guys that they had to go to the MLS this season. And this is just these past two seasons. I mean, we talked about Tina, Tina and her success as a Husky, right. And what she's doing now as a coach. I mean, do you have any thoughts that you'd want to share on the programs that we have for soccer here at UW, you know, not only the teams, uh, you know, and the, the, their efforts, I mean, the men's team making the, uh, national title game last season the run that uh you guys had i believe it was two years now well it was like 2021 spring right just weird yeah yeah Yeah. but also the you know the players that go on to play like you that have played professionally do you have any like reflection on that on the soccer programs i mean the the players going pro could not speak enough for themselves right like i mean the men's the men's team this year I mean the players they sent to MLS amazing like it was so fun watching them play I'm so happy for them so proud of them and I'm not surprised either I mean they're great group of players and you know I like cannot I'm gonna try and watch some of the games here I don't know how I'm gonna how I'm gonna do that but I'm gonna try my hardest um and obviously like our team sending three players to play pro um, this past spring and then more to come in the next year um, and like you said Tina being Tina um, I mean the it's on both sides too I mean UW fosters such like great people and great players and it's it's crazy the de- a lot of people say like in college it's not really about development but it's that's not true like at UW like I I became such like a different player than I was in club or in such like a, a smarter player. And like, I learned so much from the coaches I've had here and 
um I remember in club like a lot of people were like yeah you might not like learn enough or learn a lot like it's only four years and like at the end of it like looking back like that's just so not true and I'm sure like Amir and Ola would say the same like we've learned so 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 much from the coaches we've had and like on the men's side too um just you know how to hold yourself as a player off the field and like you know, how to be there for your community, but, you know, also on the field, how to just be a good teammate, how to work hard, how to play good soccer, um, you know, how to be good at decision-making and multitask and blah, blah, blah. The list goes on about the things that I've learned here and or at UW. And, you know, there's, there's too much to say about the, about the program and how, how well they, you know, how well they develop you and make you into a professional player even at the collegiate level, you know, you learn how to be that at UW. Yeah. I mean, you, you talk about the, the guys that they sent on the men's side, uh, you know, it has been really cool to talk to players on both, both men's and women's team and talking to Charlie last season, uh, talking to Dylan lately and his incredible run that he had, you know, I, again, I talked with Olo, I would like as a, as a biased fan, I would like for Huskies to end up in Seattle I know that I would hope it was hoping that Charlie would have ended up here, but now with Chicago. I mean, it, it was incredible though, to see that draft day, both the NWSL draft day and see the Olo end up here, but to see the MLS and to see, you know, those group of guys that were obviously watching the draft together, but to see how many guys ended up in the league uh, is really great. And, you know, I know that both guy, both teams have spring seasons coming up. So I'm excited to just get back out there. Cause that was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, going out for the, your guys' season um, and then being able to cover some of those playoff games here in Seattle for the men's team. Just got to get it back. I mean, I soccer was, I think, my second love. So it's something that I'm it's always a lot of fun to look at. Um, yeah. So to to take the UW part and to move on from that, we go to pro now. So, you know, being a pro player, I'm sure it's very important to have, you know, uh, to be managed uh get the right group how did you end up with upper v was that something that you looked into yourself did they reach out to you how did that come into play well i had a lot of help from former players and former teammates at uw so a lot of um girls that are playing pro now like amanda Perez, shannon simon don blanc plaza like they you know obviously have been through the ringer with it and so um I kind of had two options and I remember thinking, okay, I'm going to reach out to both. And I really liked, uh, I love, liked Lenny and, you know, like I liked the teams that he was sending his players and um, the way he managed it and kind of like his communication style and, you know, all of it keeping me in the loop. And so I decided to go with upper V, um, but I had, I had a lot of help and I had a lot of help from, Nicole and Tina too with my highlight video my player profile um like learning what to expect and like timing of everything um so I had a lot of help around me which I'm grateful for I'm not sure I would have been able to make it if I was alone um so you know they really helped me out with the process and how to like reach out to agents and how to contact them and kind of what to say what you're looking for type of thing um and then obviously again with my former teammates I, I had a lot of help from them and um, what to expect. So yeah, my support system was great. So how soon, I mean, you talk about obviously you getting represented. How soon after UW did you start 
putting your name out there for teams or was that something that management did or did that even begin while you were technically still at UW? How did that ultimately come into play? And then how did your new team come into play? Um, so that's a great question. I took a week after the last games and kind of let the last four years, five, five years, um, kind of like digest and reflect on it and like appreciate it. And, um, then after that, I was like, all right, I had my highlight video ready. My, like I, that was done. And then I had my, obviously Nicole and Tina helped me out with my player profile. Um, so once that was done, I sent them out to agents. And then once I had upper V, um, representing me, they, kind of like took the reins on sending my profile out um and my videos out to to teams and then in like the way I got here was like super quick it was like in the middle of February and um my agent was like hey I've got a team in Turkey they really want you like are you willing like do you want to go and I was like I talked to my parents and I was like okay yeah let's do it and they're like great they want you tomorrow and I was like oh I'm not even like remotely packed yet like I didn't even like like whoa <laughs> so I he was like yeah I said like the earliest you can go is like two days from now and they're like because they wanted me to play in their it was a I want to say it was a Wednesday they wanted me to go on Thursday because their first game was Friday or Sunday and I was um, like whoa <laughs> so like the timeline was like super short on when I would first be playing um so I ended up being able to get there on Thursday and then I practiced with the team Friday, Saturday, um, but I didn't get my my license for the Turkish Football Federation in time for the game on Sunday anyway. Um, but it gave me another week to, to train with the team, which was nice. Um, but yeah, it all happened. It felt like a long process to get here, like from the end of college to now, it felt like a long process. But when I look back on it, like it was not, it was pretty short. Like the amount of time I was out of um, college soccer and like when I started um, here in Rize, like it was, it was short. So um, yeah, really thankful for my, for my agency and for my representation. They did, I mean, amazing. So yeah. It's just not much of an off season, huh? <laughs> Guess not. But honestly, I like the go, go, go of it. I love soccer. So I don't really like taking a lot of time off of like, playing or being on a team I realized that like being on a team is like what I love the most about it so like training on my own is like great and everything but like I'd rather be at like practice with the team so um I'm not I'm not necessarily mad the offseason was short um but I am grateful for it like I got a lot of time to like you know obviously again like reflect on my collegiate career and then get ready for for pro so so you talked about, you know, just being able to see parts of Turkey, you know, and having it be something that you've never really seen before. What can you say about the Turkish level of soccer to this point that you've played? Is it a lot different than, you know, playing here? Uh, and it, well, at least in the Pac-12 level, uh, are you seeing similarities? How, are, how is the soccer aspect of it so far? Right. It's, it's definitely different. Um, different than any other soccer I would say I've played before. It's different from American soccer where American soccer is a lot about like being athletic, right? But, and like being fit and able to, you know, just like go, 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 go. 
Um, so here it's like a lot about just like finding the options, being calm about it, like passing around type of thing. Um, and we're still like gelling as a group a little bit, but recently we've been playing really good soccer. And so that's like exciting, um, getting to know like everyone on the team and like their tendencies on the field. Um, has been has been great especially like with the language barrier it's actually been super smooth sailing getting to like getting kind of in the groove of like soccer here um but it's definitely it's definitely different um different styles for sure different you know both coaching and playing styles it's different and um I mean, living, living, like I'm in a hotel with like the whole team, like we're on, we have one floor in this like facility, living facility. And so like, that's also different. Like I've never done that before, but it gets, it gives me a chance to like get to know everyone on the team. Um, so the environment and the soccer and like kind of everything's different. Um, but I love it. It's like, it's been such a great experience so far and I'm still learning, you know, which is the best part of it. I'm still learning a lot, a lot of new things and like, kind of just like taking it all in it's been really fun playing in the games and like seeing the fanfare having the excitement that the city gets from like a win um that's been awesome and then my roommate our, my roommate and I she's also from America so that's nice having her we just um took a trip to Istanbul for a couple of days and like it was cool over there it was like it's just been super fun like being able to explore and kind of like be in the culture and like learn new things learn new, new language um it's been super fun and you know to play soccer throughout it all has been the best part definitely you know so with that being said I mean do you are you you could definitely not be thinking about this right now you're probably you know taking it a game at a time but do you plan on you know staying in Turkey for a bit or do you potentially want to play somewhere else I know that um, I spoke with uh, Adrienne Jordan, who played uh, some Challenge Cup in, I believe it was 2020 with the rain, and she's a German-born player, and her goal was always to get to Germany and play pro at that level. Uh, are you thinking outside of this, or are you like, hey, I'm with my current club, and I'm not looking past it until something, I, I, I need to look past it, I guess. Right. I think, I mean, before I came, I definitely had, like, plans for the future but I think like being here and being with the team and like playing um I'm definitely taking it game by game um because I don't I don't know what will happen in the future um but I definitely I love it here and so like that's a factor for me that I will have to take in like I love this team and I love being a part of it and I love playing here um so that's what's stopped me from kind of looking past this season um I want to play you know hard for the rest of the season and you know we have a game on Sunday that I'm really gearing up for this is a big one it's, a, it's our classic our rivalry so you know I'm not really looking past that game um but I mean definitely the future is something that I'll have to think about at the end of season but I, I've loved playing here so far so it's gonna you know that's kind of where I'm headed um but yeah I don't really know I don't know what'll happen but that's a good question. I probably should start thinking about that, but I just haven't. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad to be in the moment, right? But it is interesting just to sort of like what like with Adrienne's decision, just I think she played in the same club that Amira's on right now. Um, so that was kind of cool because I did those interviews in the same day. I was like, oh, you know, a little connection there. Um, but also just, you know, at the same time playing the pro level, you 
I know that what she said, she said that, you know, you got to visit some amazing places while playing soccer, like you were saying, playing soccer in this place, learning the language and all that. Um, I want to wrap up with some off the field stuff. Um, how did you get involved with or sla- uh, start working with uh, LVR Soccer and the Austin Everett Foundation? How did that come into play? Oh, I Those two foundations I love. I mean, Austin Everett, I just think that's like one of my favorite, favorite, favorite organizations to volunteer for um, while I was in Seattle and LVR. I mean, the kids that were at those at those um, events were so cute and they were so into it and so excited to have us there. But I got connected with those two through um, UW soccer as like kind of a community, community based thing, just to get us out there, like involved with the community. Um, and I'm so thankful for that because the people I've met, I mean, the, uh, the founder of Austin Everett foundation, like what a sweetheart. I love her. I love her so much. And um, I mean, that was one of my favorite things to go to was that event. And we'd watch, um, we'd watch the big games with them and play games and like do fake tattoos and just interact with them. And so those two are really good to get into. And, you know, I got through, got connected with them through UW, um, which is another, I mean, amazing part of being on that team was just being able to get into the community and kind of like connect with them and thank them for all they've done for us. And so then to to step back with Turkey, so you talked a little bit about being able to explore. Um, what what is a off day look like for you? If I mean, I don't know how much you have to, to train. I don't know, you know when you get that chance to have an off day. But I guess in your off time, what do you, are you trying to explore a little bit more? Are you looking for different places to eat? How do you are you looking for historic, historical stuff? what does an off day look like for Jess when she gets that time? Yeah. So an off day typically looks like going like into town. Cause like, we're like literally on the black sea. <laughs> like, I mean, my room like looks out onto the black sea. And so like an off day kind of looks like going into town, going to like the big shopping center um, where kind of like everyone goes um, and like just walking around there. There's some, super super good food in turkey uh, in rize specifically i mean the food here is just it's unmatched like i could i can't even tell you how good it is like i i remember coming here the first dinner i had and i was like are you kidding me like i'm gonna be here like i love it um so going there and just like my roommate and i just like happened to stumble into one of these like kebab shops and the owner was like the biggest like a huge fan of um Ruse for so like it was like it's so amazing like y- you kind of have to do that right you have to like get into the community because like they love the team and like they love when players come in and get to talk to you and like even if we don't understand them as much and we have to use google translate like it's still so cool like going in there and them recognizing like the logo on your puffy or on your mask like it's so cool getting out like going outside and into the town and everyone's like oh my god like she's on Ruse for she's on Ruse for so um that's always been super cool and I met some really great people just like exploring and like walking around so that's like been one of the best parts about being here is just getting out there and like seeing seeing turkey because you know I've just I didn't I never thought about you know traveling here and now that I get to play soccer here like just have to take it all in and make like an experience of it really 
you know, it is really cool to hear about those experiences uh, with players, you know, playing the game overseas. Uh, you know, just even even in basketball, um, I think I talked to Jewel Lloyd about it. Just the overall positive reaction you hear from the fans, because obviously with women's sports here in the U.S., I mean, if you go to any of these comment sections, you can see other, you know, this trash, right? Um, but to see how the reception is you know, in, re- in, in the real world and outside of the States where like you're like you go and people recognize you and they love that and they love seeing the team and, and the reaction to having the women's team, like you said, for the club, right? I mean, it's, it's really cool to hear that because you know the support is there and it's always been there. It's just, I, I do enjoy hearing that because I, I think with Amira as well and Adrian and even on the basketball side of it with, with Jewel Lloyd, just hearing all that, that's good to know because, you know, it's as someone who's a man covering these sports, I mean, I, I see the comments, you know, the comments are there. Um, but to know that, you know, outside of this little country, you know, that in overseas and in the, in the world out there, that there's obviously a positive reaction to it is really cool to hear about and to hear from a firsthand from someone's who someone who is experiencing it is even better. Cause you know, it's not someone just making that up. That's, what's actually happening right um i always put uh socials down in the description just so people can be like hey i really like hearing about this person let's go check them out um do you have anything that you want to promote put out there uh anything you want to leave us with um well my instagram is just underscore coward um like that's like the main place i post um and like obviously I'm posting about I have like a highlight a story highlight of Turkey with a lot of cool food on there and sites I've seen um but yeah and then obviously like it's tagged in my bio the team Instagram so that's always really cool to check out that's where you can find most of like the game times and links if you ever want to watch me play um but yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of it. That's like literally all I post on. I don't really post on my Twitter, so I never link it. Um, I only go on there for the laughs. Um, but yeah. Well, with that being said, I appreciate taking uh, time out of your day. Obviously, got a big matchup coming up on Sunday, as you said, a rivalry game, and rivalry games are always fun. I know that. Um, so, with that being said, again, I appreciate you taking time out of your day. And I wish you the best of luck. Um, I'm excited to see you back at Husky Stadium when the girls get their season going again. Yeah, I can't wait. Thank you so much for having me.